Don't you know that not listening to the Shenmue AM2 podcast is way uncool? Welcome back to another episode of the Shenmue AM2 podcast. We're your hosts, Andrew and Matt. And it's time. We finally have it. Adam Hunter has been announced as a playable character in Streets of Rage 4. Are you serious? Yes. Oh, I didn't see that. That is what we're here to talk about. (laughs) Um, I finally will get to play as the same character once in a Streets of Rage game. (laughs) I never got to. We'll get sidetracked. We may come back to that because obviously Matt didn't know about it. He seems very happy. I am. I'm happy about it. Shenmue 3 launched. <laughs> we got it. 18 long years. Matt and I have both played it. I don't know how far Matt is. I asked him before the podcast, and he said, that's none of your damn business, and he hit me with a Transformer. Yeah. <laughs> and he said, we'll save it for the podcast. I'm like, that's a good idea. And then he repeatedly hit me with more Transformers. Just because. Just because, yeah. <laughs> um, so... We're not. I don't think we're going to do a full review because neither of us have beat the game yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I get to play it on the nineteenth. You did not. I was away. How much? How good are you at flying a drone now, though? <laughs> I passed. There you go with flying <laughs> colors. Yeah, <laughs> I made a joke. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So you finally get to play it a few days later. Well. My copy was not delivered on launch week either, Uh, so I had to wait a few more days for it. Well, actually, you gave me your copy so I could play. (laughs) Yeah. There was was a lot of hiccups with getting the physical ones. Mm. Um, I Well, first off, I ordered the digital one online so I would have the season pass. That did not come out at 1 a.m. Atlantic Standard Time like every other PlayStation Network game. <laughs> it came out at 1 p.m. that morning. Hmm. Um, so that was kind of a waste of money other than the season pass aspect of it. Yeah. So money flushed down the can <laughs> other than the fact that it went to Shenmue. Blah, blah, blah. Right. My backer copy showed up on the 22nd. Three days later. And mine was even later than that. And, and yeah, Matt's was later than that. And we live, uh, if you fly by the crow, I don't know, 30 seconds apart. <laughs> um, my limited run games one showed up uh, like a few days ago. We're recording this on the 10th of December. So yeah, it was like two and a half weeks late. Uh, my Picks and Love one still hasn't shipped. They hasn't shipped? No, they did announce on the 20th, the day after the release of the game, <laughs> that it wasn't being shipped because there was a delay because they were doing a 300-page art book mm. instead of the original one. Although they initially, when they did say they were doing an art book, they said it was 300 pages. So I don't know if they... What happened, but more art. That's okay. Yeah. So that one's coming late. And I did on the 19th, me and my cousin Brian, we went to an EB Games to pick up the uh, copy there that came with a little medallion. Mm-hmm. And the girl there said they didn't have the medallions, they weren't in their inventory, couldn't find them, don't have them. And that's the only reason I bought one. And she called across the street to the other EB Games because we have an EB Games. We have two of them here in St. John and they're across the street from one another. <laughs> um... And she's like, oh, they have one extra one. You can go get that one. I'm like, okay. And then my cousin Brian's like, well, what about mine? Yeah. And then she gave me the receipt, and I'm like, there's supposed to be a DLC code as well. And she's like, I don't know anything about that. I'm like, okay, well, I'm telling you. Let's figure this out. Mm -hmm. And then she called, and one of her employees... And those medallions that they didn't have in stock and weren't in their inventory magically were found in this little basket that already had UBC codes and everything attached to them. <laughs> so we both got the... Uh, Brian and I both got them, and then uh, I dropped him. Or no, I didn't even drop him off. He came to my house, and we, we played, and it was fun. And then last but not least, my one that I got from Best Buy did show up on the release day. 
in Battle Creek, Michigan at Nathan Klein's house. <laughs> so he shipped that to me, so I have my steelbook now. And Cool. Yeah. So you're made waiting on one? Waiting on the Picks and Love edition. Yeah. That's it. Hmm. So, um... What are your initial thoughts of it, starting like with the very start of the game? I, oh, 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 before, did you watch the prologue movie? I didn't, but then I watched Michael Huber play it, and I, he watched it, so I saw it on the Easy Ally stream. <laughs> so yes, I did. Did you notice one huge mistake in it? No. They botched what Iwa said his dying words to to Dio. They, they didn't. It's not the same. What, is, what does it say? He doesn't say keep friends those you love close to you. He says something else. Oh, the like, narrator was this guy. English or Japanese? In, in English, the uh, they had the same voiceover guy do both. I think because the voice in English and Japanese, it sounds like it's the same person. Okay. But in English, he just says something else, and I'm just like, no. And my cousin Brian's like, what? I'm like, that's not what he says <laughs> in the game, and that's like a pivotal moment. Well, I mean, does it completely change the meaning, or is it similar enough? It's similar, but it's not the words. <laughs> and, like, it should be the words. Maybe I didn't say every little tiny syllable. <sighs> but, yeah, I wish I had wrote down what he said, because I was just like, oh, no, not a good sign. Mm. Um, so then I started playing it. You you share your thoughts first. Uh, well, it's very similar to when I shared my thoughts on the demo, I guess, because it starts you out in that same town. <laughs> um, well, it starts you out in the cave. Yeah, but then you very quickly leave. There's no playable elements in the cave, is there? It's there is a, not, but there's also something else they don't address in the cave. The floating sword? The floating sword. <laughs> yeah. But, we'll come back to that floating Have you done anything with the sword yet in the game? No. Okay, that kind of Gives me an idea of where you, at least how far you are. Um, <laughs> it's not very far. <laughs> In addition to getting all my stuff late, I just I'm busy. I haven't played many video games. Nor have I. Um, my wife and I were buying. Well, we bought a second vehicle. Her grandmother has Alzheimer's and is no longer allowed to drive, so we got a, a pretty good deal on her car. But she also has Alzheimer's, so once we agreed to buy it, she attempted to sell it to someone else because <laughs> she forgot she was selling it to us. Oops. And, I mean, no fault of her own, but yeah. there was a lot of just stuff we needed to do, and I was working a later shift at my job um, due to a rotating schedule, and life has just been hectic with, again, my mom having breast cancer and having to go to the hospital with things for her and it's the holiday season and it's the holiday season and shopping and traffic mm-hmm. and it's just been non-stop and we had our big charity breakfast thing that we do at my house um and prepping for that and it's just been crazy so i haven't i, I don't think i've touched it in like a week yeah i've i've only touched it a few times i've only had probably three play sessions with it so yeah i'm, I'm not very far i'll I'll uh, admit that right now to you and everyone. <laughs> but on the plus side, we can get more episodes out of this review because yeah. I'm going so slow. I'm only up to... I just played hide-and-seek with the kids and found the trashed place and found the picture and the list in there. And now I'm asking people if they know the people in the picture and the list. I'm like, oh, still at the beginning. <laughs> yeah, I... I did a lot of wood chopping and stuff because I wanted to make money to be able to bump up my skills and do the, like, um, move scrolls and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, It does feel... It feels like Shenmue. I watched the Easy Allies review of it, Mm -hmm. and Huber summed it up pretty pretty well when just saying it feels like a modern Dreamcast game. Yeah. And it really does feel like a modern Dreamcast game. It... I don't know. It feels like Shenmue. It yeah. definitely feels like Shenmue. Coming out of the cave, the dialogue between Shenhua and Ryo, mm-hmm. oh, I thought thought it was dreadful. Yeah. It was just so bad. Yeah. Um, you feel the same? Yeah. At some points, the dialogue's really bad. At other points, I'm, I'm uh, impressed by it. Um, but yeah, it's either one or the other, usually. Yeah. Uh, and I don't like how the cutscenes keep fading. Like, within the same scene, you get a, a fade to black. Yeah, it adjusts. Yeah. Um, I think if I do a second playthrough, I'm going to play through it in Japanese. 
Yeah, that's what um, I usually do. Just because you, I, I don't speak Japanese, so I'm not going to know if it's cheesy or over the top. It's just going to sound like I'm playing the Dreamcast ones. Yeah. Um, and I think that's going to allow me to just better engross myself in it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, How much combat have you done? Just training? What, just uh, fought the bookie, fought... I beat everybody at the at the not at the Marshall Hall. Marshall Hall, except for the final guy, I guess. Um, Have you fought the final guy yet? No. I thought I was fighting the final guy, and I beat him. And then he's like, "There's one more opponent left," and then I haven't come back to him. <laughs> I assume it's the master. It is the master. <laughs> spoilers. Oh yeah, this, our, the next ep- few episodes, there's going to be spoilers if you're behind us. So yeah, yeah, spoilers. Um, but yeah, I don't. Like, it, it does feel like Shenmue, just with stuff added, and stuff that I don't really need or want. Uh, like the stamina system, like the 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 move... Um, That's Cat, who's literally almost on the mic. <laughs> like the move uh, training, and the, like the kung fu level, the attack level, the stamina. Like, I don't, I don't like this system. I don't know about you. Like, it feels like I, I'm forced to train. I'm forced to level up before I can move on, when in the old games you could you could train your moves, but it was in no way necessary. It was only if you felt like it. It was only if you, the mood struck you. It's like, I feel like Rio would train right now. But now you have to do it, or you cannot progress, just because of the stamina and the power levels, basically. Yeah, I feel like in the original games, like darts, like any of the mini games you could do training was almost a mini game mm-hmm. it was something you did to kill time between events in this game it's, it's not that like you said it is something that you need to do to power up yeah. I, it, it almost it's like an RPG almost in yeah. that, that sense where it's, you do have to do some grinding yeah. um, I don't think it's a bad idea um, I'm not a fan <laughs> Like, give me my freedom to do what I want. It does give it purpose. I don't like just eating 9,000 garlics yeah. <laughs> or onions or whatever. Um, but it gives an economy to the game of sorts. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's different. Uh, one thing that I'm really not fond of is all the stupid collectibles. And I don't mean, like, the stuff out of the, the gacha machines. I mean, just like a soccer ball, a clock radio, 19 different vases or vases or whatever. Like, I, what are I they don't, for? To trade to get uh, move scrolls. Oh. But I don't care about them. Hmm. Now, something that I I really want to talk about because it's, it's the most addictive part of this game, but Matt's not there yet, so I'm not going to spoil well, is it. Is it one of the arcade games? No. Oh. Uh, well, it, Highway Star. <laughs> I think it's great that Yu Suzuki made a game called Highway Star, <laughs> and then there's all this other stuff that's called like Shenmue Three around it. Mm-hmm. Highway Star, oh my god, I got addicted. I beat it. There's the video on our YouTube channel, but I played it like a hundred and sixty some times, I think, before my I beat goodness. it. And there was just days where I would just chop wood and play Highway Star. That's all I was doing. <laughs> um, but yeah. <laughs> Highway Star is an absolutely little car on a stick. Mm-hmm. Hit as many bumps in the road as possible so the co- you can get away from the cops. And yeah, it's oh man, oh man, I love it. <laughs> is absolutely it, love it. Is it based on a real old arcade game? Do you know? It, I don't know. It, it may be of some sort. Hmm. But yeah, it's uh, and it's like an analog type game where it's not. There's nothing digital to it. Like every time you hit a bump, it's like doing something in the game to bump your score up type yeah. idea. But I, oh my god, I fell in love the first time I played it. <laughs> um, have you played any of the mini games? Uh, well, I guess just the training mini games. So I'm not to any sort of arcade yet. I guess I did. I went fishing. I, I did not fish at all. I didn't fish. I am out of the first town. Mm-hmm. And I didn't fish at all. And there's no fishing after that. Oh no, there is. Oh, okay. But I didn't. I haven't fished yet. I did when I got to the point where I went to the next part of the game. Mm-hmm. I did a save file right there, so I can go back and do anything I need to do there to get trophies. Yeah. Because uh, I do obviously want to 
platinum this thing. Yeah. Does uh, it seem like an easy platinum, like the remake or the HD releases? Uh, no, it, I don't think it is. I looked at some of the trophies. I looked at one of the hidden ones, and I don't even remember what it was. Mm. Um, but there's a lot of trophies in it. Okay. Uh, it's not going to be easy to platinum. I don't think it'll be some work. Mm. Uh, there is one, I think, where you have to high score every mini game. Oh, my goodness. Um, so mm. there's that. Um, Graphics-wise, I think the graphics are early PS4 graphics. Yeah, the like the environments and the lighting. Some of the environments really blow me away. Like the uh, especially the area through that um, through the sunflower maze and then into that like graveyard shrine looking place. And they use that really creepy music, that Shenmue music that I love. And going up those stone steps and then the bamboo forest all around you. That was really really cool. So there's. There's certain areas like that that look really You will nice. hate that area eventually. Oh, will I? There's a mini game there. Not a mini game, an activity you need to do. Oh. And it's, yeah. Well, the first time entering there was, was magical. <laughs> See, I didn't even notice it was there until I you went, were forced to go there? Until I was forced to go there, and I was mm. like, what are they talking about? And then I, I did notice there was a maze through the sunflowers, mm. but I never went to the left. I always went to the right. Oh. And yeah. Um, the Q- I find the QTEs in this game... I have not got a QTE on the first try yet. Uh, that's, a, that's a criticism I've heard is that they're too hard. I haven't actually had to do one yet. Um, also, there's when you get to the, the next town, there's a scene where you're chasing someone. Intentionally get them wrong. You will see the funniest thing that you have ever seen in a Shenmue game. <laughs> someone throws a fire extinguisher and hits Ryo in the face. <laughs> and it is the absolute funniest fucking thing I have ever seen. Does it have a good... Donks. Oh, it has a good donk. He <laughs> just he ta- and there's a if you fail the QT before that, there's a guy holding something. And he turns around with it and and it like hits Rio. But that fire extinguisher <laughs> the face is magical. <laughs> it is magical. Um, I did find it got a little fetch questy. Yeah, or it is a little fetch questy. Um. But Shenmue kind of has always had that, I guess. Yeah, every conversation is a fetched quest, basically. You're like, find the next person who knows information about this subject. Okay, that person sends you looking for this information. Find that person who knows about that. But that's all right. (sighs) Yeah, I don't want to spoil things for you. Um, I'm enjoying it. I don't really care if you spoil little things, as long as it's not a huge plot point. No, I... I, Like, there's... Yeah, I'm going to... I'm going to hold off <laughs> till you are past a certain point and then we can talk about it. Okay. Um, there are characters that are tributes to other characters from the previous games. Yeah. And I like it. Like, I'm you'll see so... someone and you're like, oh, like, remember Wang and then Wang's brother in Shenmue 2? Yeah. You get one of those. He's literally another brother? Or... It's an, Yeah, it's another brother. <laughs> I saw a guy, like, in a review or something, just, I think it may, may have been the Easy Allies review. Rio was talking to a guy. I'm like, "Is that Dylan?" And it's like, "No, it's not Dylan. It just looks exactly like him." But uh, or maybe it was Congo. I can't remember which one it looked like. It looked like one of those guys. But well, you're spot on, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember if it was Congo or Dylan either. But it is. Uh, it is that whichever one it is. It's that person's brother. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> nice. Um, <laughs> the how was the fishing mini game? It's pretty simple. I don't think you can fail very easily. Like a lot of fishing mini games, they'll add in a thing where if you're pulling too hard or something, your line will break. I don't think there's any danger of your line breaking. Um, Fucking a, a link, a link's awakening. <laughs> the fishing game and that, the, uh, the fish turns away from you. You better not touch that controller. That <laughs> line's breaking. The, think- game, the remake of that is fabulous, by the way. Play it, everyone. Yes, I, I want to eventually. Um, it's just basically rotate the right stick and put the left stick in the direction that the arrows go, basically, oh. and you'll get it. I haven't and, failed yet. <laughs> and the fishing itself, is it random what size fish you catch? Is there any skill to it? Uh, you can you, you choose a spot to fish from, and then you can press left or right, and you'll like pan across the lake or whatever. 
and then uh, then you cast it, and then you get like a picture-in-picture mode where you have your first-person view of your casted uh, rod, and then in the upper right-hand corner you'll get like a, a above the water looking down view, and you can see your bobber like coming along as you reel it in, and you can see all the fish swimming around it, and then you know you can try to catch one. So I don't think it's random could be just uh, disguised <laughs> as random, maybe. What do you think of the NPCs that you've talked to so far? Um, they're, they're as good as any other Shenmue NPCs, I think. The chubby guy, right when you get to Bailu Village. The guy you can Crack- train with? Yeah, he cracks yeah. me up. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, some of them look really really cool. Um, they, I like how they all have unique faces. Um I, I, one thing I haven't noticed is if do they have the the full day schedule like they used to? I know they move around within the town at certain times of day, but do they actually have a home that they live and go to? I haven't noticed that. I haven't noticed that either. It does. Everyone seems to come home and meet some do something at eight p.m. or is it eight or seven? Yeah, I can't seven, remember. Seven, I think. Um, yeah, I don't know if they have as strict... Shenhua seems to mm. uh, have a schedule. Sometimes, like, if you dilly-dally in the room when you wake up in the morning, you'll go and you'll have to talk to her when you get out, out of your bedroom. Other times you can make it outside and she just comes out and says goodbye. Yeah. I hate that there is a, cute, or a, a cutscene for that every single day. Yeah. I don't need I don't need. Especially that. if you said goodbye already. <laughs> yeah. Are you leaving? Yeah. Then okay. she comes out, goodbye, Rio. <laughs> okay, we already said bye. Um, well, that's one thing I love. Uh, that's one of my favorite things so far about this game is uh, talking to Shenhua in the, at nighttime, back at her house. Yeah, there's like a recap every day. Yeah, but there's also like you can just walk up the little steps while she's knitting or whatever she's doing, and you can talk about your lives and you can make choices about Rio's past and decide what to talk about. You'll always ask her about a topic, and then she'll ask you about the same topic, and you get some choices to how you answer. And this is like the most we've ever learned about Rio ever. Uh, see, I, I've I've done the recaps, but I haven't actually sat down and talked. Are you to talking her. about? I thought we were talking. Yeah, we're talking about different things. Are here. you talking about when she like you sit down to eat and it's a recap? Yeah, basically? type idea. I haven't really poked so around you, and talked to her at the house. What? That's the most rewarding thing I've experienced in this game so far. Oh, I'll have to. I'll have to I don't that. know if you still can. Can you still go to her house in the second part of the game? Uh, no. no. I'll have to go back on that save file. But, um, but, but. One thing I fucking hate at this house, pardon my language, <laughs> is the damn table in the middle of Rio's bedroom. <laughs> Every time I walk through that door, I fetch up on him. It's like, oh, why is this here? Why does it need to be quarter size of the room? <laughs> oh, just why? Why? It's such, it's such a bad design. I, just get rid of it. I like how you're barred from entering her room. But you can totally stand outside it and peek through the window and stare all you want. <laughs> but that, um, that's not creepy at all. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's wearing a hoodie right now. Is he's he's rubbing his legs. Is he singing this. Um, he's wearing pajama pants. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, going through drawers and stuff. I don't like how they changed that. Like it's almost the way it was before, but it's like there's an extra button press you got to do or. I hate like, the extra button press. Yeah, it messses me up every time. And then when you come out of the drawer, it comes out of the whole thing. It can't, you can't you just gotta come... Hold, you got to hold the button. If you hold the button, it doesn't. No, I'm not talking about at a first-person mode. I mean, it comes off of... Uh, it, like, it, in the old game, you'd lock onto the piece of furniture. Then you could press left and right and up and down to go through the drawers. You could go into a drawer, you could close the drawer, and then you could immediately go left or right or okay. up and down. Now, when you come out of the drawer... It just zooms back to first-person view, and you have to zoom in again. Okay, yeah. So, like, you can't just, like, zoom in on a drawer and then choose the next one and close it and then left or right, down or up. So it just it makes it more tedious. <laughs> so I don't know if this was a glitch or just poor programming. I was playing the game, and this might get a little spoilery for you I won't tell any of the details I really don't care about spoilers as long as it's not like you know huge reveals but I was playing the game and I hit the playstation button on the controller so it went back out to the menu Yeah. I went upstairs and I made myself lunch or something and then I came back down like an hour later and it was at like I don't know 
And then I went to read the notebook to see what I needed to do next. Mm -hmm. And there was a whole thing. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? What do you mean? There was a whole entry about something that happened. And I'm like, oh, I didn't do this. Well, when so you, I don't know if the time still passes in the game if you're on that the PlayStation menu. Yeah, that's the same for every game. If you go back to this PlayStation menu without pausing, your game is still running. That's a that's a system thing. Okay, so yeah. but I in the game I don't think there would have been anything to trigger what happened because you were just standing still in one spot. <laughs> yeah, and then it says I read the notebook entry and I'm like, oh shit, like. What I miss? What I miss? So mm. I went. I went and closed the application, mm. and I'm like, "There's gonna. There must have been auto saves in here. I'm having a freaking heart attack because <laughs> it was something important." Yeah. And I just reloaded it, and I'm like, "Okay." And I open the notebook, and the entry's not there, and I'm mm. like, "Okay," <sighs> because it was like the first major plot point you find out about Shenhua's dad and f- trying to find out where he is and stuff mm. and I was like okay oh, like how would this I'm so glad I noticed this because it was it was I wonder how that happened because yeah if you weren't touching the controller Rio just would have been standing in one spot all day and eventually he would have clock the clock would have went by and he would have had to go to bed yeah you would have just been like you would have turned your system on and he would have been standing by bed you know save or sleep well, and that's the thing. There would have been a menu. Like, there would have been stops in there. Mm. And that's what I don't understand is because it wasn't even the same day. So a day went through? Yeah, a whole, at least the game, one. The game chose to, to sleep? It must have. Huh. Because a whole day went through. And I thought, like, in Shenmue, like, in the original ones, once you went into Rio's room, it kind of, you had a little, like, blip of a, not a load screen, but it was like, choose what you're going to do, sleep, train, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But I don't think there's an actual clock in that menu. Mm. I think it just st- stops it for a minute. And I was just like, oh, my God, what a, this is, no, I need to fix this and go back. And luckily I was able to, but, <laughs> man, that, uh, I just, that if I hard. hadn't have noticed it, I would have missed a pretty significant plot point yeah um so i did that well speaking of significant missing significant things like i gotta reiterate talk to shenhua at the end of the day so i don't know like you say you only have one save point or save file i have the first I, i think i have i think i have a very early one i have three save files in the game i have a very early one one where i'm literally i can just so, do what I need to do in Bayou Village, and then I have my one that I'm but, playing. But what I don't know is if what she says and what she asks Rio about and what he can ask her about is dependent on where you are in the story, or is it just a list of things that go through each day? So if it's just a list of things, then yeah. <laughs> just literally, I noticed my phone buzzed, mm-hmm. and it's... Someone from the Shang community, the very first one I get, I shit you not, will be live in the episode, LOL... Huh? And it's a, it, someone found my capsule toy. <laughs> that's the second person today that sent me a picture of my capsule toy. <laughs> nice. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> Money well spent. <laughs> I just uh, actually hold on. <laughs> Matt, fill some dead air here, Matt. Matt uh, and uh, other things are. Recording. Well, I can't do it if you're going to speak out your text while you're doing it. <laughs> Talk over me, bitch. <laughs> One thing I don't love is how the music has a has a fade before it loops now. The background music. So it's like it gets to the end of the track, it, it fades out, then it fades back up. See, I don't even think there's that much of a fade. I think it's just like end restart. <laughs> and you'll notice it's it's very bad at a place that you has very joyous music that makes you feel warm and happy yeah. and then you're just like oh it stopped <laughs> and then it, there's like a two second delay and then it loops I hate that and that spot might be the convenience store a certain convenience store named after a fruit yeah <laughs> but yeah I don't, banana uh, convenience banana convenience tomato is a fruit not a vegetable look it up yep uh, so yeah I don't understand why that happens it's not. It can't be that hard to make the music loop like it used to, twenty years ago. Um, 
So I actually got tired of hearing that music in the first town, the one that sounds like Willy Wonka. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I'm, I'm tired of hearing this. So I turned the music off, and it happened to be nighttime, and I was exploring the rice paddies that that area, and that was kind of that was kind of really nice. Like it was just atmospheric sounds and darkness. And Rio was walking through these rice paddies looking for herbs to pick up. <laughs> but uh, so, like, turning off the music is 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 really cool, and it gets, it's a way to get the atmosphere going. But I was just worried that like I'd run into a cutscene and I'd miss the cutscene specific music, so I had to turn it back on. But what do you speaking of night? Do you like the transitions? I like them. Yeah, I like how they're they're just like. They manage to just sneak in those street lights. <laughs> You're in this country village, but there's there's power there, and yeah. they get the street lights. I really like I really like the transitions. Yeah. Um, did you notice the pit of death near the shed near the shedmoo tree? Like the gorge down to the river? Yeah, there's a gorge in the river, but right behind the shedmoo tree, there's like a huge chunk taken out of the side of the cliff. Like, it's fairly even all along, but there's this huge dip right behind the Shenmue, Shenmue tree. I'm like, uh, man, if you slip in the winter or something, like, you're just, you're dead. I'm going to have to correct you. It's not the Shenmue tree. A Shenmue tree? A Shenmue tree. <laughs> sure. It's the only one we know of so far, unless there's more later, which there probably is. I'm, <laughs> but... I'm staring at it. There's more later. <laughs> Okay, well, the Shenmue tree that I know of. <laughs> um, so, uh, <laughs> speaking of... Um, so, I've got some notes about talking to Shenhua. And she says she talks to animals. And Ryo's like, really? And then she, like, insists she's talking to animals. <laughs> like, and, uh, and he's like, oh, that's kind of weird. Basically, you can tell he's weirded out. And then after that, he asks her uh, something else that makes makes him realize she has human friends too and he actually goes phew because <laughs> he thought she was insane he might still think she's insane um, there, there's a scene where similar to that where someone asks you to bring you some stuff and then you do it and you're like okay I'm gonna get to and then they're just like nah do this mm-hmm. and then nah do this and there's there's just Rio gets this look on his face he's just like uh <laughs> <laughs> And I really the the doing the thing after it's yeah it's not fun. <laughs> <laughs> Another thing they talk about is the the swing under the tree, and she talks about it, and her dad made it, and all that. And Rio's like, oh, maybe I'll try it. And she's like, I wouldn't try. It's not for somebody big like you. He's like, oh, okay. <laughs> so I'm like, Rio wanted to swing on this tree swing. That's adorable. <laughs> <Wee>! <laughs> I must avenge my father right after. Wee! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, those are my initial thoughts. I'm enjoying it, but there's parts of it I really, really could do without. I, I, the, it's some of the dialogue that really takes me out of it. The initial dialogue when you're walking to Bayou Village between her and Shenhua and Rio I thought was very bad. And when you get to the pawn shop, why does every single person need to say something in a menu and then you go to the, you hit the option to do that thing mm-hmm. and then they say almost the exact same thing verbatim again <laughs> fuck don't do that I, I hate it it's oh you're just like oh, no no get, to, get no no just let me do what I'm doing please <laughs> just but it's uh it's it's Shenmue it's a modern dreamcast game the combat is eh it, it, the combat has regressed a lot. Oh, the combat. Yeah, that's... I think that's everybody's probably least favorite part of this game. Yeah. But, I mean, we'll fight through it just because it's Pardon the pun. Yeah. Um, this game's great. I'm glad we have it. Uh, I In my dream reality, Shenmue 3 looks exactly like Shenmue 2 and 1 um, and plays exactly like them. Like, I wouldn't care if 2019 is just a Dreamcast game. <laughs> Like that'd be that actually be preferred for me, um, I, like even like I miss Rio's old walk. Like his walk cycle is not very good. Like the animation for his walk cycle, he looks like he he really clumps down on one side when he when he walks. It looks like or I don't know what it. It's just not as nice looking as it used to be. But um, 
the mini games that I've played so far are pretty good. Um, but something that I would have loved to have been, just like Shenmue 1 and 2, is the QTE boxing game. Because... I thought so, we have that. Oh, we do. But it's not the same. Oh. Because there's fake-outs in it now. Oh, no. Where the paddle starts to come up, and you know which button it should be, and it doesn't do a QTE, and if you hit the button, you fail. I think that happened in the old one. No, there was no fake-outs. No? No. Huh. It, uh, I thought in the old one that like one would start to come up and then one would come up faster and then you'd have to hit that one. But they would both come up. Oh, okay. This is full blown. It starts to come up and there's no button prompt whatsoever. Oh. And I hate it. <laughs> um, also, the QTE button where it's just the four directions and the four buttons. Mm. Uh, when you start hitting them wrong, it's hilarious now because they give you levels of failure, <laughs> <laughs> which are pretty funny. Uh, Highway Star, I don't know if I mentioned that. It's a lovely game. <laughs> I love Highway Star. Um, as everyone on our Twitter saw, I found myself. Um, it only took me five tries um, to find me because uh, I happened to pick the right machine. I didn't know they were, notice they were alphabetical. Then I started looking for Matt's, and I'm like, Matt's like the, the prize here because I can't get Matt. <laughs> and then I realized I was in the wrong machine, and I got Matt, I think, on my, my third try in the, Matt, alf- in the, in the Matt machine. <laughs> <laughs> They're alphabetical, like... There's 26, one for each letter or something? Not 26 machines. It's like A through M and then like okay. N through Z or something. And the dice dudes and the chibi U's are mixed together? Nope. There's dice dude machines. There's oh. chibi machines. Okay. There are people that did these tiers of the chibi guy that did not submit their face and there's just generic Kickstarter backer signs. And there's more than one. What does that so, mean? Kickstarter it's, backer it's signs. Ge- it's just a generic character holding a sign that says Kickstarter backer. Oh. Um, and it, but it says their name. N- no, it says Kickstarter backer. Oh. Yeah. And there's multiple Kickstarter backers. So, like, the four or five people that didn't do it, there's one for each of them. But the Kickstarter backer ones are identical. I don't know why they did more than one. Are they numbered differently, at least? I don't think they are. <laughs> it's it's kind of weird. <laughs> I could be wrong. They may be numbered differently, but I don't know. Kickstarter backer number one. Kickstarter backer number two. But getting in my face was... It, oh, man, it felt good. Did you record the clip? I did. I do think I have it recorded. Mm. I think I have yours recorded, and I have. I knew I screenshot it. I don't know if I recorded it. Of Rio's jacket just glitching to fuck. <laughs> I was wearing the Kenpogi training gear, yeah, and like the inside of the Kenpogi training gear is like textures of Rio's jacket by the looks of things, and it is messed up. <laughs> and I think it's. I think I have a video of it. I know I have a screenshot of it. I'll. I'll see if I can post it somewhere. It's messed up. It is really, when really you, weird. When do you get that? Because isn't that a pre-order bonus? Yeah, you you just put in the code and you have it. I didn't see it. I put in the code. Um, I don't think I seem it's... to have the snake power, but I don't. I don't think. Um, I think it's part of the DLC, the season pass, because um, you oh. only got it if you pre-ordered it through Amazon or did the digital deluxe one. Oh, okay. And I canceled my Amazon one because I had the digital deluxe deluxe one, and the only reason I did the Amazon one was to get the Kenpogi training gear. Yeah. Um. So, um, I noticed you were having them wear the backer exclusive jacket, the black jacket. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I like it too. But I just it's any other clothes on him makes feels wrong. <laughs> yeah, I haven't worn any of the t-shirts or anything. And then there's like a bomber style fighter jacket, mm-hmm. um, like Air Force fighter, Top Gun, cool. Tom Cruise. He is Tom Cruise like. What do you mean? In that remember the preview that I read when we had uh, was it Ezra? Who, so we had a guest on the podcast. Yeah, and there was a thing where saying he was like a Tom Cruise like hero. Yeah. Well, if he has a Top Gun jacket. He's a Tom Cruise like hero. I guess so. It all makes sense now. <laughs> um, yeah, I might put the brown jacket back on him. The Kenpogi training gear does look cool though. Does it? Yeah. Is that the, like the green kung fu outfit? Ah, uh, it's a brown kung fu outfit. Um, like if there's a story part where they switch his clothes, like it always appeared there would be based on the old uh, chapter art that we saw from the making of Shenmue. Um, where he eventually just switches to a, like a green Kenpo outfit. If there's a story beat where he's supposed to switch, I'll switch it. But yeah, <laughs> besides that, I don't think I ever will. 
one thing that can you bring up the Kickstarter here? There's something that I, it grinds my gears if it's if it's not what it is. Okay. So whatever this modular desk robotic arm thing is, that looks badass. <laughs> um. Yeah. Just go to Shenmue Three here, and go to the campaign. And just start scrolling down to the rewards. How far are we going? Keep going until you're actually seeing what like each tier gets you. Are you talking about over here? Yeah. Do 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 do. Okay, keep going. Stop when you see the one with all the chibi figures in it. This one? Yeah. So. There are tiers where it says one of four random figures of Rio, Shenhua, Chai, or the forklift. Mm-hmm. Okay, scroll down. Keep going. There's another tier where it says you get all five or all four. Everything else that says it is an in-game item specifies that it is an in-game item. Mm-hmm. Those are actual DLC. It's there's when you when you're doing it. It's like random chibi figure. And then you get a thing that says all four chibi figures. It sounds like here they're physical rewards that you get. That's what I thought they were. Yeah. And everything else is specified as an in-game item. So I don't know if it's both, but there's nothing saying they are not a physical reward. Mm. But I was, as with everyone else, led to believe that they would be a physical reward. Yeah. So do we have confirmation whether they are or not? No, I'm gonna. I might uh, email, uh, kicks like do the pose the question through Kickstarter or something because because aren't these just the the same things that you can just get out of the yeah the capsule toy thing? Yeah, like you with, can you can get them without doing any of this. Yeah. So they better be a physical reward. <laughs> yeah. I feel like totally gouged. Yeah. Are they included in ours? Yeah. But here's the like go back up for a sec. Mm. Like the so there's you go from a three hundred dollar tier scroll down, stop at the three hundred for a sec. You go from a three hundred dollar tier to a five hundred dollar tier, and the only difference is the chibi toys. You get all four of them. You're paying two hundred dollars for three in game items that you can get anyways. Yeah, they better not be in game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they better be physical. Yeah, like, that is absolutely ridiculous if it's not. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Oof. Oh, there's Dice, dude. <laughs> I like how there he looks like he's in an ice cube. Does it look like an ice cube in the game? I look like ice cube in the game. Like click, click, boom, baby, banging down these black streets. <laughs> I'm a black street, feeling like an athlete. Okay. All right, settle down now. <laughs> Life in a track meet. It's a marathon, and I'll stop here because there's racial slurs in the next line. <laughs> good, good call. <laughs> um, Anyways, that's that's my only notes that I had. I'm still right at the beginning. You gotta play it. Oh, I did. I did like um, how Rio finally had to play with some kids. <laughs> I had to play hide and seek with kids. Yeah, they were forced to. <laughs> they they blackmailed you. You're not blackmailed, but they held your information for ransom. Have you done pale toss yet? By the way, yeah, I'm not quite sure how that works. I'm like, it's it seems very hard to master. But one thing I do really like about it is if you throw a rock and hit the edge of the pail, the pail actually moves. Yeah, the the pail does not stay in the same spot. Yeah, which kind of adds a little bit of more skill, but it's very tough to do. Mm-hmm. How much time did you spend at the gambling areas? Um, not a lot. I've I've had very good luck mm-hmm. gambling. Um, Apparently, all you have to do is go see a fortune teller and abide by the lucky numbers and lucky whatever they tell you, and you'll be okay. Lucky colors. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> is there? A, yeah, there is a fortune teller. I think in mm-hmm. Bailu Village. Oh, is there? I didn't. Wasn't I sure think... where it was. But. I don't like the invisible walls in Bailey Village at the start when he's like, oh, I should talk to someone here. Yeah, I was very unhappy with that, but once it opened up, then I really... Oh, it, you haven't opened up yet if you haven't found arcades yet and stuff. Yeah. You're... Oh, that's in the first village? Yeah. Oh, I thought that was in like the bigger town. No, 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 you you still have a lot of Bayou Village to go, I oh, think. Because, yeah, like, when those spots that I have opened up opened up, I'm like, oh, it's just, you know, 
I started getting the the familiar feeling of Shenmue uh, exploration and open worldness. I'm like, oh, this feels nice. <laughs> like you haven't been to the Hermit's Nest yet, have you? I don't think so. You haven't seen the other Shenmue tree. Nope. Um, you haven't. I saw the second like place where you can train, like the second martial hall, I guess. But there's nobody at it. It's like it's like in the the bamboo woods, kind of. Yeah, wait and see. Yeah, I assume there will be people there eventually. Otherwise, um, why is it there? <laughs> collect as many herbs as you can. Oh, I do that. That's I actually kind of like the the herb hunting. <laughs> uh, because there's something that you're going to need money for, and it's a lot of money. I heard about that. Um, so I, I screwed myself over though because I, I found like all the herbs in all the areas I've been to so far, and then I sold them all. But I only noticed after I sold them all that you can scroll through to the more expensive sets. sets. Yeah. So I sold like $59 or whatever the most expensive one was on the first page, and I just kept doing that until I ran out of herbs. I assume I would have made more money if I scrolled to the third page and sold those expensive sets. But it's I like that it is hard to, with selling stuff, to get the like rare item out of the gotcha machines. Mm-hmm. Um, like the the fire extinguisher set, like that. That's one of the gotcha machines. Is just various types of fire extinguishers. <laughs> like you learn, a, you le- I learn stuff. <laughs> but then there's a fireman's axe is the rare one, and that's mm. that was the harder one to get. Uh, one thing I do want to say about the, and this could just be my memory not being as accurate as it should, but it seems like there's less items per gotcha machine to collect mm. like I remember yeah there's only like four or five I remember in the first Shenmue game like the one that was like cars and trucks like there was a ton of stuff you could get out of that mm-hmm. and the harbor one there was a lot of stuff out of that one well Virtua Fighter and Sonic ones yeah Virtua Fighter you had like Lao 1 and 2 Pi mm-hmm. 1 and 2 and etc this one there's like six fire different types of fire extinguisher than an axe or something yeah. or there's like six different types of sports balls or pucks or whatever um so there is a lot of repeat with that my first eight items i got out of a gotcha machine the first four were or first three were guizong 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 (laughs) nizomi guizong nizomi 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 (laughs) i got four of each out of my first eight tries if that happened to me i would have just stopped and never used a capsule machine again probably well the the here's the thing too i'm gonna give you a tip have you used them yet? I have. I, I have I've you only run got, through, Have uh, you run through your tickets yet? I'm purposely not using them until I find the capsule toy that or the capsule machines that you and I might be in, and I was going to use them then. Don't because nope. those ones are only a dollar, mm-hmm. so it doesn't cost you a lot of money to use them. Save the tickets for the ones that are like ten or fifteen dollars. Okay. Because the you need the money in Bailu Village, so use those on the use the tickets on the expensive ones. Okay. Um. Just money saving tip from someone who, I after I was done, I was like, oh, these ones are more expensive. Why didn't I save the ticket? <laughs> so um, I, I had no idea how much the Kickstarter capsule toys would cost. They're only a dollar. Yeah, they're only a dollar. They're mm. super cheap. Mm. Um, and you get tickets from the arcade. Playing the arcade games, you get like red, green, blue, and yellow tickets. I think, mm-hmm. and you use those to do just spin a wheel, <laughs> and you get a prize depending on where it lands. Mm. Um, so I had a ton of red tickets because that's what you get out of Highway Star. Highway Star, <laughs> the game for you. <laughs> um, and uh, playing Highway Star, when I beat it, I'm like, oh, I'm going to get a prize. Do you know what I got? Two red tickets instead of one red ticket. <laughs> no achievement either? No. <laughs> I, I, yeah. But, uh, it's it's a good game. I really I'm enjoying it. I have my little qualms about it, but I think if I played it in Japanese, a lot of those would go away because I wouldn't understand them. You can't change it mid game. You can. Oh, you can. I'm not I'm not going to change it mid game right now. Yeah. Um, I haven't done the forklift driving yet. I'm in the area where I can do it, uh, but I haven't done it yet. Apparently, it's not as good for some reason. Yeah. I don't know why exactly, but but one thing I want to do I want to mention is. Uh, give props to Corey Marshall for his performance just like dead on <laughs> continuation of Ryo Hazuki it's like nothing it's not like yeah it's like it's like no time has passed like yeah. he's not delivering the lines any 
better, worse, or different. It, it just sounds exactly. He sounds exactly like Rio. Yeah, that's great. There's so many. Um, yeah, okay, or like just his. I see. I, I they do seem to overuse those more than they used to. <laughs> like just the the random uh, insert non non committal uh, reply. <laughs> but uh, so one thing I do, Matt and I predicted, and I think we are both exactly right. Mm-hmm. We said that. Uh, for rating wise, we think it'll be swimming in sevens. Mm-hmm. And if you go to Metacritic right now, I think it's exactly seventy. Oh, really? Wow. <laughs> um, now the Metacritic Huber gave it a seven. The Metacritic scores, though, I noticed there wasn't a whole lot of actual seventies. Mm-hmm. A lot of them were like higher, and a lot of them were lower. So it is, it's getting like that average score. It's evening out. It's yeah. evening out. But I don't think there was actually a whole lot of ones that were actually close to seventy. From what I initially read, there was there was ones that were higher and ones that were lower. That may have changed since, because um, it did actually have a slightly higher Metacritic score when I first looked at it. I think, but I figured it would. I think it was like seven point one or seven point two or something. And last time I checked, it was exactly seventy. Hmm. What um, do we, what do we know about sales? Anything? Uh, it didn't do well in Japan. Hmm. Um, but it also the sales numbers don't include any Kickstarter baggers, don't include any Slacker baggers, and don't include any PC mm-hmm. um, sales numbers. So I I don't think it's necessarily a disappointment sales wise. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think it was a game where the majority of people that intended to buy it pre-ordered it. Yeah. But there's going to be people out there like me who bought you know all the different versions of it and I'll probably pick up the international versions at some point in time mm-hmm. um, so I, I don't think the sales are terrible but like I didn't see it at Walmart you didn't see it on the shelf at Walmart no it did they didn't have it at Walmart oh, wow. um, Best Buy Canada it sold out on their website and I didn't see it in store hmm. well, um, they had a special one right but Best Buy in the States, I think they were uh, like had t- tons of extra steel books, mm-hmm. which means they probably had tons of extra games. Um, EB, I did ask how many people pre-ordered it. I could see when I got mine because I went right away when as soon as they opened. Each EB had four people pre-order it, and I was one of them at each. And my cousin Brian was one. So the EB that was by Best Buy had two other people pre-order it, and the other one had three other people pre-order it. Hmm. That's not super great. No. Hmm. I almost should have asked. I should have, like, hey, can I see these just to tell if my buddies, if his was in, and just see the names on them to see if I recognize any of them. Yeah. Because, like, I wonder if my sister's old boyfriend that kind of introduced me to it, I wonder if he pre-ordered one. Yeah. Type idea. Hmm. But I'm enjoying it. I, I did hear... I've been, I've been pretty good at not seeing any spoilers. Yeah. Uh, the only one that kind of spoiled it for me was uh, Joe Redifer from GameSack. Yeah. He talks about how the story doesn't really progress that far, and it's kind of a waste. A waste? Yeah, and I'm really hoping that it's not what I think it's going to be. But I'm worried that it is. What do you think it's going to be? I and again, I well, I almost kind of know. I don't want to say. <laughs> Matt's just watching in the background here. The Streets of Rage Four trailer. Adam Hunter looks great. Yeah, oh yeah. Available first half of 2020. Come on, how long does it take to make Streets of Rage Four? It looks great, though. It does. Uh, um, um, the art style, like, Axel looks kind of fat in it. Other than that, I like the art style. Yeah. I don't like that cherry character. No? Why not? No, I don't know. It just looks kind of corny to me. But um, that was the bartender. Go back a sec. That was the bartender from uh, the first level. Oh, yeah. Um, 
Why, why, why does she look corny to you? But like she a, plays box, a, a she, boxing kangaroo or a cybernetic old man with electro a boxing this. kangaroo is dumb. <laughs> cybernetic old man, I had to play as him because I never get to play as the same character in Streets of Rage Four because I was Adam Hunter in the first one. He's not in the second one because you save him. So I play as Max in that one. Guess who's not in the third one? Max. Oh, okay. There's only three Streets of Rage games. I had to play as different guys. Oh no, no, no. You want to play the Game Gear one? Guess who's not in the Game Gear one? In the first one, Adam Hunter, and guess who's not in the second one, Max. This all could so have like, been alleviated if you I, only played as Blaze. <laughs> Blaze is dumb. No, you Blaze play. and Axel are awesome together. Nah, <laughs> Matt's stupid. <laughs> I hate Matt's opinion on stuff sometimes. That's it. Um, yeah, so that was the Streets Rage Four podcast. Yeah, um, I that game. Like, I'm honestly excited about it. I think we should do an episode about games that we get really excited for. Yeah, why not? There, there's occasionally games that I've just, that kind of came out of nowhere, so I'm like, you know what, I'm really pumped for this, I want to play it. Mm-hmm. And just, there's something maybe about the mechanic of it, or it could be a new IP. I, I don't get sold on new IPs a lot. Yeah. I think you, like you, that control game, you were super into that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's up for a bunch of Game of the Year awards. Well, I won one awards. already. Yeah, I saw that. IGN. Yeah. Um, so what are your kind of wrap up thoughts for the first talk of Shenmue 1 I like it a lot I probably mentioned things I don't like more just because those are the things that stood out I guess everything else if I didn't mention it I'm good with it (laughs) so I don't know I just thought like yeah it's more interesting to talk about the things I think could be improved or that are different that I noticed but uh, yeah I do like the game don't worry Uh, hopefully by the end of it I can say I love the game um, I'm looking forward to playing more, but I'm very busy all the time somehow, even though I don't have kids. <laughs> I just, I don't know how people with kids do anything. I barely have time to do anything. So I will be playing more. It might be slow going, but that just means you get more episodes, <laughs> right? It, just then they're like, we, we do like, a, you know, three or four more episodes. Then it's just like 10 more episodes of me just being like, Matt, play the fucking game. <laughs> Matt still hasn't beat the HD re releases. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Something you clamored for, and then just, hey, hey, his feet don't sound right. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's it for this episode. I'm, I'm enjoying the game. I'm taking my time. I'm. I'm juicing it to get everything else out of it I can. Mm-hmm. The collector bug hasn't caught me yet, because again, That's I think surprising. some of the stuff is weird, mm. but I'm trying to to fill in some stuff. One thing I don't really like is the other, the items, like the fire hydrants and stuff, you can see which every item you need. Yeah. The face blocks and like chibi figures, they just appear as items. They don't appear as gotcha figures. So you can't sell them or anything, you mean? You can, I think. But you don't get to see how many there are. Oh. Like you don't know. You won't know when you have a complete. When set. you have a complete set type uh-huh. idea. Huh. Um, but yeah, I'm 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 enjoying it. It's Shenmue, 18 years, and it felt good to play it. I didn't cry or anything. Mm. My cousin Brian was just sitting there watching me play it, and yeah, and he was there the first time I saw the game mm. at my sister's house. It was my sister and her ex boyfriend Adam. And then Brian and I. You mean the and, first game? Yeah, the first yeah. game when we, when uh, when I first encountered it, he was there, so I thought it was kind of, you know, he he had pre-ordered the game as well, so we went out and picked it up. And we forced my brother to pre-order it too, but he hasn't played it. <laughs> I don't think he ever will. Oh, <laughs> uh, he should. We forced him to back on Kickstarter. Yeah, but I mean, Matt held them, and I just I punched him a yeah, lot. Yeah. Was, we didn't have to. We did that. what we had to. We didn't have to use the taser though. We didn't. Yeah. The taser wasn't that. that was it ex- felt great though. Yeah. Tasing yeah. someone. Yeah. Oh man, when he got out of the hospital, it was great. Yeah. <laughs> Adam Hunter, Streets of Rage Four. Play it, pre-order it, support Saga. Mm-hmm. So they have money to support Channel Four. Uh-huh. Do you think that'll happen? Yeah, well, that'll be an episode we'll have to talk about. Yeah. All right, so you can find us on the social media. We're at ShenmueAm2Pod on Twitter, ShenmueAm2Podcast at gmail.com if you want to talk about this episode. I do want to thank everyone for the support. The last episode that we put out was like quadrupling every day what we normally get. Really? And yeah, we were we were getting a lot of 
A lot of hits every day, um, especially on the uh, um, uh, the iTunes. The YouTube did very well as well. Um, we're 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 doing great now. Um, we're getting more comments and stuff. I like that. We're getting new fans. Um, we have people that want to be on the show. I, there's a couple I haven't got back to, um, but yeah. And we're on Facebook. Uh, check us out there. Follow us, and you know, hit that bell to get notifications. Mm-hmm. That's important, so you know when we're out there. And uh, yeah, yeah. You know what's good about Shenmue Three coming out? Tons of new sponsors. And yeah. if you even remotely think that you get to have any input into this one, I am sorry, Matt. It's going to be something. I think everyone's probably already guessed what it's going to be. We'd like to thank our sponsor this week, Highway Star, the most addictive game you'll ever fucking play. <laughs> Thanks for tuning into the episode. Highway Star, Highway Star, Highway Star, Highway Star. Bye. Bye.